What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I'm Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Now, um, we appreciate everybody who has been supporting us and getting tickets to check us out live at Caroline's. Now, we're doing a live broadcast, a live taping of our podcast, I should say, in Caroline's in New York. That's a comedy theater in New York City. If you want to go to attend, it's the day before Valentine's Day, so February 13th. And the website is www.carolines.com. Tickets are almost sold out. Yes. It's the love and laugh edition. Thank you. So we're going to uh, tape our podcast. We're going to uh, open the floor up, take your questions. And then we have some comedians doing comedy. So it should be a lot of fun. Again, it's uh, we're almost sold out. So join us. Uh, carolines.com. Purchase your tickets. February 13th. We'll have a lot of fun. The love and laugh edition. Now, uh, this weekend... Um, it was uh, one of Gia's friends, closest friends' birthdays. Happy birthday, Charisma. And we went out to uh, this place called Crystal Springs. It's uh, going up in close to New Jersey, right? Going up towards... Uh, it's in New Jersey. In New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. It's in Vernon, New um, Jersey. And it's kind of like a resort. They yeah, have it's a golf resort. A bunch, but they have everything in the winter. They have yeah. skiing, uh, snow tubing. They have snowboarding. They have indoor... Uh, Water park that's nearby. They have an indoor outdoor pool. It's really, really, really dope. So we kind of had like a pajama party. Uh, we played something called what's it called? Knocker ball. Knocker ball. Now explain to the people what knocker ball is. Okay, knocker ball is a game where you step inside this inflatable. So mm-hmm. it's a huge, clear, round inflatable ball. Yes, mm-hmm. and you basically form different games around being inside this clear air-filled ball. So if you could imagine you running into a wall or another person with this ball, you would bounce off of it and right. fly backwards. So that's kind of, you know, the kind of apparatus that it is. Um, so we played soccer with these balls on. And then there was another game just called Last Man Standing, where everybody was really just going ham, trying to knock each other down. And once you hit the floor, you're out. Now, game over for you. This wasn't young kid game. These are grown adults playing this game. <laughs> yeah. The ages probably ranged from 20 to 38. That's what the ages probably ranged. And we had a good time. And if you know me and you know Gear, or you listen to the podcast, <laughs> you know we are competitive. Yes. I mean, first of all, you couldn't put us on the same team. We weren't on the same team for anything this weekend. And, and there's a reason for that, because we're so competitive <laughs> and we want to win. Like, Except Taboo. Yeah, well, we were on the same team and they said we were cheating because we know each other too long, so they separated us. Yeah, so then I ha- I got kicked off and put on the other team. Now, so. let me tell you about Gia and I. actually volunteered myself. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Gia and I. We are competitive. And fellas, if you want to take your girl, <laughs> your fiance, your wife... It's so dope because you could run her over, <laughs> knock her the fuck over, and she won't get hurt, but she'll feel that little pain. Like You yin. can take out all of your aggressions on a person in this game. We talked about letting Madison and Logan settle some of their differences with knocker ball. I Googled it when no, I got home, no, and I, I we, got, we got two of them on the way. I don't know if I told you, but it's no, two, two of them coming. Balls on the way? Yeah. Now, excuse my French, but I fucked Gia up a couple of times. <laughs> Like 
Yo, it was so uncalled for. Her on the it floor was rolling so, around. You know something? You treated me like a dude for real. I mean, like you that get was hurt. just that was. I mean, you knocked you knocked the the wind out of me quite a few times. Well, hey, you want to play knock like, ball? You we gonna knock- play knock ball. <laughs> And he propped himself up against the wall so that you couldn't come for him. He waited for other people to go at other people. And then when their backs were turned, Knocked he came burrowing from the corner like with the tar- like they had a target on their back. And you yeah. were just knocking people knocking out left and right. You and Richie, which is Rashawn's trainer, mm-hmm. the two of you guys like reigned, reigned supreme in that game. I really enjoyed it. I think I'm going to buy some for the crib. So when people come I just over, told you I did. I know you got two. Are you paying attention? No, you said you got two uh-huh. for the kids. But I think I'm going to buy a whole set of them. But so when, when when people come over and they talk ish or there's a problem in our house or everybody That's put how we're going to settle it. Even a two-year-old and three-year-old put them on. That's over. how we're going to settle our arguments of the we week. We're going to get the knockable. <laughs> we go out in the snow or go outside if it's, if it's not snow <laughs> and we just F each other up. No, but I think you have to do it on... You can't, you can't do it on concrete. Like you have to do it, I think, on grass. We no, did it. We did it on a we, wood floor. We did it on a basketball court. That still hurts. I wouldn't do it on. I just would not do it on concrete. You can't hurt yourself. Your you're knees. In the ball. No, no, no. Because when you get knocked over, it's like it's difficult to get up. You have to roll over onto your stomach and use your knees to get up. Well, so maybe I don't know if you see me, but I got a great core. I got it right up. <laughs> No. You, you had to me, use honey. your knees. You're lying. You had to use your knees. So I wouldn't do it on concrete, but, you know, like like a little bit of a more gentle surface, like a basketball court, right. grass, you know, something like that. But I would recommend it. The only downside is that they were kind of heavy. I felt like I felt like I lost 10 pounds playing that game. It was hard to breathe. It was a, a little, little difficult too. to breathe but it was inside if you have of asthma, it. I wouldn't recommend it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. And we also did, you know, people always ask, like, what do you do as a couple? I'm tired of going to the movies. I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of doing the same things that oh we do all the gosh. time. That's a dope experience. And, and it wasn't that expensive to go. And also, we played Taboo. Well, we planned a whole weekend for my girlfriend, who is so much more than deserving. Um, we got there. We played knockable. Then we went to the pool. And the pool that they have there is called Biosphere. So it looks like an enchanted pool inside of a garden and then there's a grotto Mm -hmm. so you know we dipped in there and we were in the jacuzzi and it was a bunch of us and we were just talking and having fun and playing games and then after that we had a private dinner in this really beautiful room and we had karaoke the guy from karaoke came and we just really had a great time doing that I used to think karaoke was corny I've never karaoke in my entire life I never really understood it karaoke and I just remember I used to do this club and it was uh, next to a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. And I just used to hate just hearing it. Just people can't <laughs> yeah, sing. Yeah, I can imagine. Then, then, and anytime I would ever go, the music was always bad. Uh-huh. But I had fun at this karaoke. Yeah. I did. It was, they, I've, they had I've never, stuff. But have you done it before? We've never done it together. No, I, I think I did it one time at our house with Madison. With Madison? Yeah. What do you mean? Because, you know, we had the little karaoke little booth that we bought in one year You mean Christmas. you and Madison did it together in her room? Yes. Okay, so that doesn't count. Did I do it in front of people before? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I never, I always thought that when it came to karaoke, I'd be like a watcher and not a participator. Whack. But I you had know. fun. I actually yeah. had fun. Gee and I did a Roundaway Girl LL Cool J. Yeah, because I actually, the song, the original songs I asked for, they didn't have. I wanted to do Slick Rick's A Children's Story. Right. Or Will Smith's Parents Just Don't Understand. Right. Because those songs I wrote down every word to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was so, so proud that I knew 
every word, every pause, every breath, every everything. And he didn't have it and disappointed me. So then you wanted to do Around the Way Girl. And I was like, right. oh, I know the words to that song, too. So yeah, that's so the we, one that we did. We killed it. <laughs> LL, if you're listening, man, I, I can out Around the Way Girl, you homie. <laughs> I knew all of it. Well, Stiff competition. Yeah, I was putting in my own words. I was so nice with it. Mm-hmm. And then we played To taboo. the bridge. To the bridge. <laughs> and then we did Taboo. Yes. And Taboo is... Gia and I on the same team is very difficult because we've been together over 20 years. Oh so my gosh. I can give her a hint about something that's so easy. Like, for instance, if, if the keyword is piano, all I have to say is Madison plays this every night before she goes to sleep in our uh, living room. And she's going to say, Piano. That simple. <laughs> that's how all the clues went. It, it was too easy because we know each other. So it was, we were busting the team's ass so crazy. That they were like, it's not. Well, yeah, they were they were yeah, complaining. The they were a bunch of crybabies. They were complaining. So I was like, take her. I don't no, her. no, no. You're a damn liar. I got up and I said, in the spirit of fairness, you. and because I don't want anybody to leave here feeling as though they got the shaft, I will volunteer myself. I will give you this present of me, and I will join your team. And I mean, we started coming back, bust ass on that team too. But yeah, I didn't beat us though. But I had already done our original team too much justice, and we were too far. Yeah. Our head that we couldn't we couldn't me. we couldn't come back we were down by 10 and then it was time to cut the cake it's all about me <laughs> like, like yes anytime we ever play taboo i will wax that ass taboo and monopoly i can do that and you all know, day every you know what you might day need to do? after we do this caroline's thing mm-hmm. every month we should do just a, some type of couples thing what do you mean like february we're gonna do the podcast and comedy mm-hmm. maybe march do like a taboo night and we get a bunch of people and do teams and we go at A it. bunch of people as in like listeners? Yeah, people who F with us, people who ride with if us. If we could figure out a way to do that, that would be awesome. Yeah, do something like that where we split the teams up, maybe, you know, 20 on each side, 20 on like each side. Like maybe do it based on emails or yeah, something and 50, invite 50, a group of people to come out to a particular place and do it. And we do captains. We pick people not knowing yeah, who the people are. That'd be nice. And we just go at it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or maybe we could do all the, the guys versus the girls and we just squash them. <laughs> yes, I love it. I we love do it. That. All right, but now, you guys had a, a slumber party. Well, you were supposed to be there. Right. You were supposed to be there. So after Taboo, after cutting the cake, we went back to one of the suites. So it was like, at this point, 15 people stayed over. Right, all in pajamas. Yes, and it was 15 people rammed into a room, and it was like, yo, pick your place. All right, I got the coffee table. I'm going to snuggle up in this corner. I got the couch. I got the floor. I'm going to sit at the dining table. Me, my particular spot, like I sat Indian style on a lamp table. It mm-hmm. wasn't very comfortable, but I got in where I fit in, you know? And we talked about all types of random things. Now, Rashawn was supposed to be there, right. but he had his own snap that prevented him from being there. Yeah, I promised my son I would take him to the Giants playoff game, which was last week. They were playing Golden State. The game was in Wisconsin. And because we had a little snow, the flight was delayed. So after playing Taboo, 2 o'clock in the morning, I had to drive home, pick up my son, and get to the airport and try to get on any flight I could possibly get on to take him to Wisconsin so that I can fulfill my promise. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, Delta kind of did me dirty. They, uh, excuse my French, fucked me with no condom. Awesome. And um, I was not able to take my son to a playoff game, which I bought the tickets, paid for the hotel, paid for the rental car, paid for everything. 
And Delta just wasn't informative. Well, you had to tell them what happened. All Delta had to do was tell us what was going <laughs> on. All they said was the plane is here. The plane is coming. The plane is here. So when the plane gets there, everybody, because there was a bunch of fans on that plane, they say, okay, yeah, we're going to board in a little bit. But the crew wasn't there. So the crew. The pilot wasn't the there. The pilot wasn't there. The flight attendants weren't there. So they weren't coming for an hour and a half later, which they didn't tell. I just had to ask around and find out. So by that point, it was too late. I mean, it didn't give you enough time to find another airline, to find another plane. Which was crazy. To charter a jet, to do anything you could possibly do to get to this game. So because of that, I was a, I lost that on my tickets. And my son, we stayed the whole morning in the airport, the whole day at the airport, and we weren't able to go to Green Bay to see them play. Well, I mean, let's be clear. Your original flight was supposed to be at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. When they called you and told you that that flight was canceled, the the... Um, the next flight was at 12. Right. So you're supposed to be on this 12 o'clock flight. So you're there. And then they basically tell you that they're not going to be able to take off until 1.30 or right. 1.30 and some change. Right. And it's so a, that puts you out of the scope for of, being able to get to the game. Right. It's a two and time. a half hour flight. So if we left at one, we'd have got there at 3.30. The game started at 3.40, but it was a drive. And you were already two hours we had away. drive from Milwaukee to Green Bay, which was an hour and a half drive. So there's no way I would have made it. But... I made it up to my son. He was happy. Little Logan was happy. What we did was we went home. We left all the clothes that we bought because it was like negative nine in Green Bay. So we put <laughs> all the clothes on. We um, sat in the basement and watched the game. And we opened up all the windows and turned the air conditioner on. <laughs> so we got like that you cold feeling. You guys are beyond like we that. Got that cold feeling. We watched the game like that. And it was good. It was bonding. And it was funny because the next day, Gee and I was in the basement and she gives like, why is it so cold down here? Yeah. Why is it so cold down here? But I forgot to close the windows after. But right. It was, it was a good experience. I didn't, you know, it was me and little Logie bonding was, was everything. You know what I mean? I, I really would have loved to take him to the game, but maybe next year the Giants make the playoffs and I'll definitely take him and we'll leave the day beforehand, but we still got a chance to bond. You're but, such a good dad. Oh, ow, ow. Do I get something tonight for being such a good dad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not your child, so... <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just throwing the compliment out there. I'm just letting you know how I feel about you. So the answer to that is no. You can get some for some other reasons, but not because of that. Okay, okay. I'll take it. <laughs> and listen, our listeners might be hearing you sounding a little strange Do today. I sound funny? Can, you sound funny. I can hear it in my headphones. Uh, I see you trying, but I bit my uh, tongue <laughs> a day ago, and you know when you bite your tongue, every time you talk and you eat and you drink, it hurts. It hurts like a mother. He's I, been I, taking Advil all mm-hmm. day. But all right, we'll get through it now. You can get through it. So while we were there, and by the way, he left at 2.30 mm-hmm. because he was trying to get home in time in case another flight popped up. So right. he was trying to be home by 3, 3.30 in case he could hop on a 6 o'clock flight or whatever. So you left and you missed a really fun pajama party. But during this pajama party everybody was pretty much getting theirs off. Like if they ever had a question that they wanted to ask or, you know, get a group to weigh in and, you know, see what other people think Mm -hmm. and other perspectives and whatnot. We took that opportunity and we didn't go to sleep until, I don't know, maybe 6, 6.30. And then we were up again at 8. And then everybody's in the beds and we're all under covers and whatnot with our snacks and everything. No breakfast, just like Doritos Mm -hmm. and Lay's and cookies and Oreos. Sounds healthy. Pink lemonade. Yeah, but that's <laughs> that's what we ate until four o'clock when we finally checked out. 
and then went to have dinner at the resort. And then after that, we went home. But it was so good to sit there with a bunch of friends. And I didn't know everybody because I don't know all of Charisma's friends. Right. So she invited some of her friends. So there were new faces and everybody was kind of weighing in on different topics. So one of the topics was... One of the participants, um, I'll leave his name nameless, um, he was talking about an experience that he had had with two females. So he participated in a threesome. Was and it a, three, a threesome or a train? No, no, no. It was a threesome because it was two females. A oh. train is if it's two guys. No. Yes. That's not true. What do you mean? A train. Is one or more guys and one female. No, no, no. A train is when two people bang out one person. That's what I just said. No, not, no, 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 no. So if there's two girls here, right, and me, mm-hmm. and the two girls don't have sex with each other. Okay. Those two girls ran a train on me. No, they didn't run a damn train on you. But they didn't have sex with each other. <laughs> Guys don't get ran trains on. Like, are you kidding me? A threesome of menage a trois is everybody is committing into the sex sex. You understand what I'm saying? So if there's two girls and the two girls are not doing anything, they didn't with run each other, a, You can't run a train a, on no, me. because you're not being invaded. So it's they they didn't run a train on you. That's the definition of a train. I you mean, train we we talk about equality, but there's no That's equality in in this situation. No, they didn't run a train on you. Only girls can be ran trains ran trains on. I don't agree, but go ahead. Okay, so no, we were talking about threesomes. So two two females and a man. Mm-hmm. And that conversation kind of parlayed into the idea of homosexuality, mm-hmm. um, trisexuality. And by trisexuality, what I mean is not three people, but you are trying it because you are curious. Okay. So you have, you know. Um, heterosexuals, you have mm-hmm. homosexuals, you have bisexuals, and you have trisexuals. Okay. And it turned into a very long conversation because there were so many different points of views. And it all begged the question, if you did not have sexual feelings for the same sex at a young age, and all of a sudden you're 17, 18, 19, and you want to try being with a member of the same sex to see what it's like, does that make you gay? Does it make you gay at all? Or does it make you gay a little bit? Or are you just confused? It was kind of like, how do you label that person? And I had my opinion about all of those different sex types. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm curious to see what you think about it because you weren't there. Hmm. Well, as a kid growing up, these kids today are faced with a lot of different things than, than we faced with growing up. Meaning, when I was a kid, you didn't see things that were gay. You just didn't see it as a kid. It things, was, things that are gay or people that are gay? No, people that were gay. When mm-hmm. I say things that are gay, I mean, you didn't see men kissing on TV. Okay, so when you say things, you mean um, like media and things. You didn't like that see it nature. on media. Yes. You didn't mm-hmm. see it in movies mm-hmm. because when he, like Brokeback Mountain, those two guys weren't gay; they just were acting. But you didn't never seen that on the screen. You never right. seen anything like that. Right. So it was, <clears throat> it was kind of like it didn't exist. It existed, but it wasn't on Front Street. It wasn't for you on Front to Street. Witness, right? And but then, it definitely existed. And if you were gay. Mm-hmm. You were scared to say so because back then it was an embarrassment 
for mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. So most people stayed in the closet. Most people stayed in the closet. Um, nowadays, these kids and everybody, not even these kids, everybody's just so free mm-hmm. that I can see somebody being confused and not knowing what they like or what they don't like. Okay. Meaning, um, because there's so many females out there taking pictures with girls and kissing girls on the cheek and on the, the cheek. That's not even let me finish. They do the little, what is it? Pucker lips or duck lips. What duck, they they duck do the lips. little duck lips with each other. Mm-hmm. They stick tongues out. Um, is it lesbianism? Yeah. Lesbianism is so big on television that I can see a young girl saying, Hey, this is cool. Mm-hmm. My Some of my favorite celebrities are doing it. Mm-hmm. Let me try it. Right. I mean, to the point where Madonna and Britney Spears kissed on an award show. Mm-hmm. I can see a girl saying, I don't know if I'm gay. I like penis. You know what? I shouldn't have said that. Cause somebody's gonna, somebody's <laughs> it sounded gonna, a little comfortable. No, I'm some, just saying. Somebody's going to take that little bite. <laughs> That's going to be all over the internet. But anyway, I can see a girl saying uh-huh. that, but then saying, I want to try this because my favorite celebrities say it's cool. You right. know, my favorite celebrities do it. So if they do it, I can do it and still be cool and be accepted and not have to worry about what people think about me. So I can see a young girl trying it and not not be a lesbian, mm-hmm. but just trying it because <clears throat> the media and presents it a certain way, presents it to be cool and to be free. And I'm not saying it's not cool, because if you like females, you like females. Hey, It's whatever you like. But. I think that messes up with a lot of people's thought mentality because now it's like, you know what? I don't have to decide if I like a, a female or a male. I can like both and it's okay. Is it okay? Um, but no, I should change that. Isn't it okay? It is okay. Yeah. It absolutely positively <clears throat> is okay. People for- don't have to decide what they prefer. How do you feel about people being free? You mentioned something a little while ago about people being free. How mm-hmm. do you feel about people just being free and trying this and trying that? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a great question. Honestly, you know, and this is going to sound <laughs> crazy. It's really whatever makes you happy in this mm-hmm. world. I that, think that's what it boils down that's to. That's what I honestly feel. I, I don't think you should really excuse my friends give a fuck what anybody thinks Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day you have to be happy and you have to live in your own skin and you have to live for yourself so if you are a man and you like men you know that's what you like be free enjoy what you like but now this is this is the thing that i have a question for you now females can like females and they're like men and it's accepted Mm -hmm. right Yes. It's accepted on television. It's accepted in the world. It's accepted in the press. If a girl kisses a girl, it's looked at as sexy. Cool. Right. Now, if a man has a relationship with a man and then has a relationship with a woman, it's kind of like, oh. Oh, meaning what? It's not accepted. It's not the same. Bisexual men are accepted. Not like... Bisexual I mean, women. in in the same way that gay men are accepted, um, and no, I'm not talking about and accepted. no, I'm talking and about no, not in the same way that lesbian women are accepted or trisexual women are accepted. If you're a man, society will not accept you as a trisexual. Most right. people feel if you are a man and you dabble in a sexual relationship with another man, whether you are a giver or a taker, or if you're just receiving oral sex, that makes you gay. Right. 
hands down. You can't try it and be like, ah, you know what? That wasn't for me. But why? Why not? What my opinion is, I think because gay men are first looked at as um, they're looked at differently than gay women. And I think that the reason why people if people stop and think about, well, why do I you know, why is that my opinion? I think the reason is because men have to be it's it's an invasive kind of sex Mm -hmm. between men. So there's penetration. um, going on so i think that it's looked at as more invasive and therefore more serious it's more of a commitment it's more of a sexual commitment we're gonna be honest though i mean mm-hmm. if a woman puts on a dildo and knocks off another woman that's still sexy what if if, a, if two you girls find that sexy if, hold thought, on a minute oh this is a different conversation but i'm you've just gotten my interest for a man you think that if a woman puts on a strap on and engages in sex with another woman that's sexy? For me, two women are sexy. Uh-huh. Because women just, women's bodies and women, the way women look are sexy. Mm-hmm. So whatever women do with each other to me is sexy. Because I don't see the dildo. I know, I get that. Well, but on, then, you throw, then you throw the strap on and but, because kind the, of, I don't know. Because the reason is I don't see the dildo. I don't see the strap on. I don't see the toys. I just see two women doing whatever they do. Right. For men, it's a little different because I don't see men as sexy. So really what you should be asking is would I think that two men together would be sexy if we're comparing apples to apples? Would you? No, I don't find that sexy. I couldn't watch that and be turned on by it. Um, But that's just my perspective. I do know a female that told me that watching two gay men interact together did turn her on like that was her porno of choice really yes yes and i think there might be more females that feel that way that might not admit to it but i do think there is a portion of heterosexual women that are turned on by that and i remember asking her because i was intrigued by it and i said well what about it turns you on you know and she said just the act of the penetration and the fact that it's so taboo and so left and um it was like the testosterone in the room she said for her it was a little bit more animalistic so it turned her on and I, i yeah and i think the fact that it and this was about maybe six years ago that we had this conversation. At then, it was even less socially acceptable because now it's widely socially acceptable. So for her, I think it was the um, the level, like the, how taboo it was. I think that also turned her on. To take it a step further, mm-hmm. and this might be a lot of TMI for people out there listening, <clears throat> that when I would watch a porn, mm-hmm. if I seen, and this is going to sound crazy, if I seen a man's penis, mm-hmm. I wouldn't get hard. I get that. You know, like, put like this. I've never in my life, of course, been in a train or anything like that. I've never been in another place with a naked man. Mm -hmm. But if a lot of people do this in college, a lot of friends do this, they can uh, have sex with a a girl with their friends in the room. I can never have sex with a friend in the room. Right. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't because me seeing another male's part turns me off so much that I, I, I couldn't get hard. Mm-hmm. That's you, just, you couldn't be around. That's just, just right. how I am. So to go back to what you were thinking with try and, you know, trisexual, bisexual, I, you know, I do think that this community in this world and how the world is now as far as being free, 
Mm-hmm. It's actually a better place because people are actually living their truth, you know? I think it's good for that reason. But, but I also feel like if you're a guy, and I'm not going to say it's not fair, but if a girl tries a girl and she doesn't like it, she could say, okay, I tried it and didn't like it, and I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to go back to penis. Yeah, and, she's, and she would be considerable, considered by most as heterosexual. But if a guy... right. And has relations with another guy and says, you know what? I didn't like it. You know, uh, I'm going to females. Well, that was how part, do you look at him? That was part of I, I in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And this is just my opinion. But I believe that if a man has it in him to try. Then he is gay. You can say that about a woman. I don't feel the same way about a woman. Right, well, let, and let me, it's not. And no, it's not even. So you wouldn't talk, you wouldn't talk to a guy that tried another guy before. I personally would not. Okay, well, let me tell you something. (laughs) 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 Our relationship's been a sham. (laughs) Let me tell you what happened. You know, we met each other 22 years ago. Let me tell you what happened to 23rd. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, um, because I I think that... No, I I feel the same. I I think that for men, um, I think it's different. And I think it's because our anatomy is different. Um... The way that we go about relationships and the way that we go about sex, our sexuality, I think all of that is different. So I don't think that everything is even. I believe in equality in a lot of ways, but regarding that perception, no, I don't think that it's even. Because I think that a lot of females try it because... Why Why do you keep laughing? I'm not, go ahead. Hold on. Why do you keep laughing? Nothing. Tell me why you're laughing. Because... You, all right, we're always honest, right? Yeah. On this podcast, right? What? For a long time, when we would have sex, mm-hmm. right? Orally. Okay. And you went a little too far down, I never <laughs> would, would let you. <laughs> because I felt that was gay. That it would make you. If, if you enjoyed that kind of stimulation, right. that it might have meant that you were gay. Right. Okay. I mean, that's how I felt it for for a long time. Like mm-hmm. you, you couldn't get past the balls. You couldn't even get under it. Like right, right. That, that's how I felt. <laughs> but now I let you get under the balls, you uh-huh. know, <laughs> because now it's like because you like it. Yeah, I like. It. I'm like, okay. I don't care. It's my, it's my wife. She can do whatever she wants to do. And when I say, oh under no, no, the no, balls, hold on, hold on. What? It's not. She can do whatever she wants to do. She can do whatever I want her to do. Yeah, exactly. But like own it. Yeah, I do it. Uh, oh, because oh, I'm doing it because it's all pleasurable for me. No, let's be real. Because you like it. Right. And I'm, and everybody, listen, I'm not talking fingers, knuckles, fists. I'm talking tongue. Just people know because some be like, oh, Envy likes a fist and ass. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I just said under my balls. I like I like little tongue action. That's what I said. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at <laughs> what? you. I'm just saying. What's that part? What's that part called? What part? Oh, the perennium. Whatever. Yes, that little trail between. Don't say trail. Just say the parade. Why? What's wrong with the word trail? Trail just sounds. There's like... nothing pause worthy about okay. trail. Trail. Yeah, the trail between the anus and the balls is called the perineum. So there you have it. Um, perineum. Perineum. Okay. Yes. You wanna give me some perineum love? <laughs> Can I get some perineum later? <laughs> I get some per- give me some perineum later. <laughs> All right. Um, So, yeah. So I think that with females right now, just like you said earlier, Mm -hmm. with the media, but particularly social media, it really it really encourages freedom 
and you can see so much more of people's private lives. Mm -hmm. And little by little, people over time have been showing more. And there's a lot more permissions being granted. There's a lot more allowances being granted. So with that idea evolving, people have more freedoms. So I think that's the reason why, like earlier you were saying... <clears throat> that people are freer but there's a reason for it it's actually you can see it unfold as the years have gone by and now I mean I wonder to myself you know in a couple of years what won't be acceptable because years ago people weren't having threesomes I mean right. of course people were having threesomes but now I feel like if I talk to any guy any single guy right now He's engaged in a threesome or mm -hmm. he might be six months away from having his first. You know what I mean? Right. And right now, females are more willing to give a guy a threesome. And the reason why I think that's the case, because of all this freedom that's being demonstrated, the competition goes up because men are exposed to so much more now. Right. They're exposed to so much more that as a young single female, you feel like you have to keep up because if you don't do it, homies one DM away from getting it. So if you want to get in with this guy, then you have to please him in the way that he wants to be pleased. And I've seen people that I know say, Gia, I feel like... I have to engage in that kind of activity, even though I don't really want to. I feel like I have to conform. The times are changing. I have to change with the times. And I get that to a point, though. And it's because, you know, men see so much right now. And I say men because it's really not the same for women. Right. You know what I mean? Like. And this is another way in which I say that we're different. You know, I don't get excited about scrolling through my feed and seeing some muscle bound dude in a flick. If I do, I'm not going to harp on it. I'm not going to spend any time on it. Be like, oh, nice body. And I keep going. But now guys follow so many girls like a lot of these video vixens and you know people in that kind of industry they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers and it's not because you know they're quoting a bible verse on sunday or because they're inspirational and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that they aren't in their own way mm -hmm. but a lot of people a lot of men follow them because they want to be able to pull up you know whomever right. and click on, you know, the picture that she posted three weeks ago and jerk off to it. Right. And, you know, that, that kind of tips the scales for women that are just your ordinary women that are in ordinary relationships, knowing that that's what turns your man on. Well, I also so think men and women aren't the same in that respect. But I also think it's, it's a couple of reasons. Like you said, one, I remember being a teenager and there was only one strip club. Mm -hmm. There was Sue's. Oh, yeah, York. I remember. Mm -hmm. That was the only strip club. Right. Now, there's Sue's, there's Angels, there's Starlets, there's Aces, there's uh, Sugar Daddies, there's so many. Right. Mm -hmm. So many. Right. And that, and that was just in Queens, basically. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the reason why you're, you're, you're able to see it so much more. And also, back then, there were a couple of 
quote unquote model females that everybody loved. Right. There was Holly Berry. Oh. Mm-hmm. There was uh, Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. There was back then. Um, mm. I'm trying to think who else is there. Well, those are the two main ones. Those are the two main right. ones. I'm trying to. There was one more at the time. Yeah. It was, I think they were, the, but they were the main. There ones. was always a, a, a white one, a black one, and a Latino. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to go to white one. <laughs> Who cares? It no, doesn't matter. It's going to harp on me. She was an actress. Well, you can harp on it at dinner after this. Continue. Right, but those were the three girls that people looked at and mm-hmm. idolized and wanted to be like. Oh, and, oh, um, the girl from Baywatch, um, um, Pamela Anderson. Okay, Pamela Anderson. Yeah. I, she wasn't in my. What I was thinking about, but she loved she her. might not have been in yours, but she was in everybody else. She right. was in everybody else's. But nowadays, it's not those type of women anymore. It's bartenders. It's video strippers, vix- video vixens, it's, video vixens, it's uh, people on uh, reality. But then there are also there are also celebrities as well. Yeah, reality TV people. But then there was also there's also celebrities as well. Yeah, not as much. A few, as before. but not as much. But, but it's now kind it's of more being like that. dominated. So it gets to a point where they're seeing this. They're seeing these girls on girls and girls kissing girls. So that's what they are used to, and that's what they're wanting. Right. And then when your Rihanna or your Madonna gives you permission to do it because mm-hmm. they put it on Front Street for you to see, then you're saying, "Oh, that looks like fun. Mm-hmm. I want to indulge. I want to try it." And some girls try it and love it some girls try it and don't love it and then some girls say hey i just love it on the weekends Mm -hmm. so in my opinion in my personal opinion people that are gay are born gay people that are truly gay are born gay i think that a lot of gay individuals know that they like members of the same sex from a very young age right um, because you start feeling feelings of attraction early on in life. So you mm-hmm. kind of know. And I think that people fight that on occasion, you know, depending on their upgre- upbringing, if they have supportive parents and what their environment is like. Right. Some people fight it and some people accept it early. Um, people that it's a notion to mm-hmm. and they try it on a whim. I don't think that those people are naturally gay. I think that they're doing it almost for sport and they're entitled to do that. But as far as the question of are you gay or what box has it put you in, I really only think that people that have been that way their whole life and it's because what they do outwardly is a reflection of how they feel inwardly. Mm-hmm. I think that those people have known for a very long time. So there was a person in the group that kept saying that even for the trisexuals, and you know who you are if you're listening, um, he said that the trisexuals had a little bit of gay. So in his mind, there are levels of gayness. So if you're a trisexual, you might be like two or three on the scale of the gay meter. You know what I mean? And in my opinion, I don't really think that that's the case unless that person has been struggling with the notion of being gay or liking girls for a longer period of time and is now just coming out and trying to do it. But people that do it for the sake of a picture or... Just let another girl come on to her or kiss her. I don't think that those people are truly gay. But what I do think is that if they engage in the activity and it becomes a lifestyle, 
I think that females can conform from being homosexual, um, heterosexual to homosexual because they tried it and they liked it. And they may go on to marry a woman or, you know, create a life with a woman and, you know, live into their older years with a woman. So for me, that's kind of how it breaks down. What about when you hear that females say, let's say a man has done them dirty, Mm -hmm. cheated on him or just did him dirty. I mean, in, in any way that a man could do a female dirty and said, because of that, I'm just going to date question. women. You know, That's because a good question. They might not have been gay, but they're just tired of men. Mm-hmm. And, and they a lot feel, of women like that. And feel that females know females better. I don't think that they are naturally gay. I think that most of those women are probably going with the idea that now it's more acceptable mm-hmm. and it's an option. Right. So now I'm going to try that to see how that works. I don't want to be hurt by men anymore because the last five men that I've dealt with, I've had the same issues with. And if I date a woman, maybe I can find it in my heart to allow a woman to make me happy. Maybe I can conform or maybe, you know, for years I fantasized about women. Now it's my chance to take that on in my life and see if it can go from fantasy to reality. Right. So I think that that's an option. I don't think that that woman that makes that decision is naturally gay. I think that a woman can become gay because she was a trisexual and she had a good experience and now wants to make that her life choice. Right. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily think it goes the same way for men. All right, now, guys, now, you know, I'm always working and hardly have time to sleep, let alone eat. Now, baby, I know that sometimes you can't cook because your hands are full with the babies. Yes. So I started looking for an easier way to feed the whole family. So if you need something quick, easy and healthy, I heard that Blue Apron was just that. Right. Now, I didn't know what Blue Apron was, so I did my homework. I heard everybody talking about it. I'm back in the gym these days, so I need something that's going to be dope and healthy. Now, I don't know what y'all think, but I ain't a real good cook. (laughs) Not at all. You do a good breakfast. I do a good breakfast. So I wasn't sure about doing this, but after trying it, I think it's easy and the food was really good. Now... The instructions are easy. Ingredients come prepared at the exact amount so I can't mess up anything. I even save my favorite recipes for the future because everything is labeled clearly and they've got new recipes every week. Now I'm out here looking like a super dad with all these home cooked meals for my family. My daughter loves it. Madison loves to cook and now with Blue Apron she knows exactly how much ingredients, how much this, how much that. Everything is so easy. You have to try Blue Apron, all right? Now, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Free shipping. All you got to do is go to blueapron.com slash Crew. That's blueapron.com slash Crew. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Again, go to blueapron.com slash Crew to sign up for Blue Apron and get those first three meals free with free shipping. Now, fellas, Valentine's Day is around the corner. You probably don't know how to cook. Blue Apron will help you out and you could cook a fantastic meal for your wife, your wifey, your girl, your fiance, all of the above. You need even for your mom. You want to cook something for your mom? Blue Apron got you, right? Blueapron.com slash Casey Crew. Get some variety in your life. Well, now let's get to the email of the week, which happens to be about threesomes. Okay. 
Hello, DJ Envy and Gear Casey. We love your podcast. My husband and I have been together almost seven years and married almost four with one son. We have a great relationship. We are in our mid to late 20s and we have started having open and honest conversations with one another and it has been the best thing we could have done. Over the last few years, we have been talking about having a threesome and now we are discussing having an open marriage, which we both think will be nice. However, I believe marriage should be monogamous, but my husband believes that monogamy is not for everyone, which I kind of agree, but we both have sexual things we both wanted to do before we got married, and now we want to explore those sexual endeavors with uh, while being married. We just want to know your advice on what you both think is the situation. We don't have any other people to talk to about the situation. Love, and her name is Trying New Things. Okay. Hey, trying new things. Um, okay. I'm going to try to approach how I feel about this on two different fronts. Okay. Number one, for me, if you have an open marriage, then you don't have a marriage. Mm -hmm. Because the word marriage and everything that comes along with it mm -hmm. doesn't lend itself to openness. If that's the case, then you might as well live together, pay bills together, and do all of the things that are more about the business of marriage, and then negotiate the rest of your relationship, who you have sex with and things like that, separately. Unless you are all about the business of marriage and you want to get married for insurance purposes and tax purposes mm -hmm. and things of that nature or if you have children together and you want them to have you know you want the entire family to have the same name but for me marriage is a set of vows that you take before God mm -hmm. and marriage in the true sense of the word only exists between two people mm -hmm. nobody else should enter that marriage um, so in that case, in my mind, you're not truly married. I don't think that you can take vows before God to live a certain lifestyle and commit to one person because that really is what the vow is along mm -hmm. with some other things and then turn around and make other people part of your marriage as well. Invite them in because you can't, it's very difficult. I don't want to um, be very final with things that I say. So I don't want to say you can't, but I think it's very difficult to engage in sexual activity with someone without any residue being left behind. Mm -hmm. I know that there are many people that can have sex with a man or sex with a female and have no romantic feelings attached to it. I know that that's possible. But there's always some kind of residue, even if it's not in the form of feelings. Right. So what can be left behind is you might be sleeping with your wife and consistently um, thinking about that other person. Mm -hmm. Or you can be sleeping with your husband and then now you have a, compar a comparison right there in front of you. You slept with Joe last week. And Joe does this better than your husband, and he does that better than your husband, and he does the other better better than your husband. That's like a poison in your relationship because now who do you want to be more intimate with? Joe. 
and not your husband because he may please you better. But the idea of marriage isn't only sexual. It can't be about who pleases you better. You know, there's always going to be someone that is better at doing something that your spouse does. And if you're about it, you can always find that person. So when you invite that into your relationship, I think that it starts to ruin things. I think it starts to break it down systematically. Mm -hmm. Um, Can it be fun? Yes. Can it be a man's fantasy or a woman's fantasy? Yes. But leave that in your fantasy world. If you want to proceed to have a, a successful marriage, if you want to start poisoning your relationship and introducing things that can set it off in different directions, then engage in a threesome. And I don't, I don't know that there are too many people that have had positive results from having threesomes. What do you think? Um, I, I disagree. Explain. I disagree. And, and this is the reason I disagree. You want to have a threesome with me? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I disagree for a couple of reasons. One, when you talk about your vows in front of God, and we do that, why? What do you mean, why? Why do we do that? Because the Bible tells us to? Um, hopefully because it's what you believe in. And that's because of what the Bible tells us, correct? Um, I don't think it's only because of what the Bible tells you. I think that you actually have to believe in what the Bible tells you right. in order to move forward with getting married. Now, we, we can say fairly that some of the things in, in the Bible seem a little questionable. They may. When it talks about a bunch of things, whether it's it's gay people, whether it's so many different things. You know, the Bible was handwritten years and years and years and years and years ago. So we don't know as far as things. And and this is the reason I say that. To me, marriage is nowadays is almost like a business decision. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. it's checks and balances and insurance and not insurance and signing this and signing that and last name for insurance. It's business decision. I feel like the best thing about people's unions is the honesty. It's the togetherness is being together, being honest, raising a family, giving it up to the Lord. Correct. I mean, you can't give it up to the Lord if you're going against the Lord. So, no, not correct. And the reason I say that is... is <laughs> here, here, God, let me give you all this stuff that you... No, I'm going to tell you why. Pretty but, much but the told me that, that was no good for the human race. But, but in parts of the Bible, it says that, you know, certain things with gay people, to my understanding, because I'm not a, a Bible studier or a Bible reader like that, to my understanding, it says the Bible says things like that aren't right. It does. Right. So how do you agree with that or disagree with that? But then when it comes to this, we don't know. We don't understand. I I don't don't know. I don't know that everything in the Bible is meant for us to understand. Um, Better said, I don't think that everything in the Bible we are capable of understanding. I think most of it we are. Um, I've always had a question about, you know, um, homosexuals and how they're referred to in the Bible. Um, because I think that, you know, it's it's the question that people have had conversations about for years. If you are, if you're born gay and God made you that way and you have these feelings, then how can God turn around and say that it's wrong and condemn you for it? Exactly. So that's a question that people have had for a very long time. And I don't know how to answer that question. All okay. that I know is that here on this earth, I support 
homosexual people Absolutely. and their activities in spite of what the Bible says. All right. Now, this is the reason I say this. The reason I say this is the Bible says something. Everybody else does something else. Well, a majority of people do something else. You know, the Bible talks about sinning, about thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not a whole other things that I really don't know because I'm not a Bible reader since you're Catholic not a Bible school. aficionado. Right. <laughs> right. And we do these things anyway. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to marriage, the Bible says one thing about marriage. And my thing is, we don't know. You know, people steal and they say this, that, and the other. But my whole thing is, if you're in a relationship and you're in a marriage and it's honest, and this is what you both decide that you want to do, and you both feel like these are your fantasies and you both want to live out your fantasies together, I say, go ahead. But that's not what she said. She said that he wants it, but she thinks that marriage should be monogamous. Now, okay, maybe I didn't read the email right. If she doesn't feel that way, I don't think she she should conform to what her husband wants. If they, those are her beliefs. Right. You know, if if she wanted it and he wanted it and they wanted to try it, but she felt a certain way, I would say, do it, do what you feel. But if she doesn't want to, then I think she should stand on her beliefs. Before before we talk about whether she's game for it or not. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the idea of threesomes. You said that you disagreed with me. As far as what? As far as it being a poison and everything that can come of having a threesome being a poison. I can think of 10 things that can come with engaging in threesomes that are potentially negative, that can arise thereafter. I don't think anything could be a poison in anybody's relationship as long as people are brutally and really honest. I think the problem with this world is people say that they're honest or that they want to be honest and they're not really 100% honest. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Yes. Let's say that we both decided that we were going to engage in a threesome Mm -hmm. and not that this would be okay with you, but let's say it was two dudes. So let's say it was two dudes and you were able to maintain an erection, okay? That's a train, but go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, okay, and then it's a train. So let's say that we did that and... It ended and I was thoroughly satisfied. Okay. And he left and we laid in bed and I said to you, Rashawn, I mean, since we're like brutally, brutally honest, because there's honesty and we're honest with each other. Right. But then there's honesty that kind of transitions into being hurtful. Okay. Right. So let's say I said to you, you know, Joe, I mean... I really wish that you could perform oral sex the way Joe does because that was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. You don't think that that's a poison? Because I think that I would have potentially just devastated you. Yeah. Or, or you know, you said, well, how was it? Like, did you enjoy, you know, the way that Joe did, da, da, da. And I said, no. well, you know what? I really, really enjoyed Joe because not for nothing, he's bigger than you and he was able to hit different areas and make me feel a way that you've never made me feel. You don't think that's a poison? No, it's not a poison. And I'm explaining why. I would love to hear it. If I had heart enough to allow another man to tear my wife's insides up. Awesome. Then I have to have the heart enough to hear about it after. Because but it doesn't seem like a good situation. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? No, it does. Like, listen to this. Listen no, I, to I, what I, we're talking no, I'm, about. I'm, 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 the reason I'm saying this is because if my wife wanted to, to bring a train on her, that was her fantasy, right? Right. And I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, yeah, cool, let's do it. I don't give a... Yeah, because I, I know I, I see couples all the time on, on the internet or you, you, you read about it that Wherever. are cool with it and they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. And 
if they're fine with it and they're really honestly fine, then they're fine with anything that comes out of it as long as it's honest, in That's my opinion. That's not true, though. That's the point. I think it's like the friggin' devil in disguise. It seem, it's, like, it's like Adam with the apple, you know? Like, it seems like it's going to be amazing, you know? It mm-hmm. seems like the apple is all red and plump and shiny, perfect shape, everything. And... It, it entices you, right? you know? So a threesome, the idea of it, you fantasized about it since mm-hmm. you were a kid. Maybe a woman has fantasized about it mm-hmm. since college, you know, whatever. It entices you, then you engage in it. You give in, you violate your marriage, mm-hmm. and then your marriage starts breaking down. Because I believe that a threesome, and for the record, I fantasized about it before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not... Two guys or two girls? I fantasize about all types of things, but that's besides the point. But what I'm saying is that I'm not coming from a place of being prude or just having my mind made up about it where Mm -hmm. I just don't even understand how someone might like that. That's not where I'm coming from. But if you sit back and you think about it, in a sentence, inviting a threesome into your marriage is like the breeding ground for insecurity. And insecurity is absolutely a poison. You know, if I'm with you mm-hmm. and I'm used to the faces that you make with me and the sounds that you make with me and the compliments that you give me, I think that inherently, if we had another woman in our bedroom and she was doing that, it might hurt me. If she was doing that and more, it would definitely hurt me. But that's you. There's some women out there that it I can only bother, speak for me and, and what I can and it see. Feel that way. Like I can't see another do dicking you down I can't see it I don't want to be there I don't want to be part of it I don't even want to imagine it like I can't even imagine you with another um, another male I, I I personally can't that's not what I could think I can't see another nigga kissing you excuse my friends I can't see another guy kissing you I can't see none of that that's just me personally I mean even when are... I even when I try to talk about anything involving like another guy or even when I talk to you sometimes about my first boyfriend my first real boyfriend who left an impression on me like I can see that it kind of turns your stomach right that's me that's how, that's me I'm light skinned I'm emotional that's the way I feel <laughs> mm-hmm. if somebody gives you a compliment on the street before I, w- I would try to fight them that's, that's right. just me mm-hmm. there's some dudes out there that don't feel that way that right. feel like hey oh he gave a compliment to my girl yeah ha, ha, ha. oh he's okay hey you wanna knock off my wife I think she'll like you come on hey that's some guys that feel that way mm-hmm. I don't so for those people and those couples and that marriage that does and that they honestly have an open relationship because you're thinking of a time where me and you grew up where we didn't necessarily see threesomes and when we did see threesomes it was far and few now you're talking to a, a time where the world is free. For like the most it, part. It is free. It, they're, they're running. I mean, the other day in New York City, they had a no pants day where people rode the train with no pants on and nobody got arrested. So, but are you saying all this to say that you, if you said, okay, and do you think that people that say, okay, let's indulge in a threesome, you think that they're happy to know that another person is pleasing their partner better than they're pleasing them? I don't think it matters to them. I see for see, I honestly think if they if both parties honestly are into it, I don't think that matters. I think they get off on seeing their partner pleased. 
You know, it's only the people that say they want a threesome because they're doing it for their partner that has those problems. But if I That's really doing it for their partner, like it, oh, that have the problems, right. I understand. Go like I, I honestly feel like if both parties are open and really open, because there's a lot of people that are open, especially in this day and age, then they get pleased out of seeing their partner please. But for the people, the couples that are doing it because their partner wants a threesome and they're just trying to conform or just trying right. to keep their man or trying to keep their woman, they're doing that because they have to or they feel like they have to. Those are the people that are insecure and that are asked those questions. But the other people, I don't necessarily. So you mean are. to tell me that you honestly believe that people that jump into it willingly, both parties? together, that there's no potential for insecurity to breed in their marriage? I don't think so. I think it's. A, I think that there are certain things that are just natural emotions that people can barely help. How many people can you imagine have said to themselves, like, God, I would love to live a life where I'm not jealous of another person. But human beings are, we're a jealous race. Like, that is what we're comprised of. Some people are, some people are. Well, aren't. no, no, no. I'm not saying that all people. What I'm saying is that it's a natural, honest emotion. Right. When you see someone that has something that you wish that you had, jealousy can develop. And it's not pretty. It's not a good thing. But I don't begrudge jealousy because I do believe it's a natural emotion. Insecurity is a natural emotion. When you see that there are people that live up to a certain standard that you feel as though you cannot achieve, it develops insecurity in most people. And believe me, the masses would wish that if they could shed the idea or the characteristic of insecurity, they would. Nobody wants to live insecure. Nobody. Mm -hmm. But you can't shed it. You can't. I mean, some people work on it and some people, you know, go through therapy to help them. And I'm sure that there are techniques and tactics. But without all of that, it's very difficult to shed these natural emotions. And what I'm saying is whether you jump in it willingly, whether it's your idea or whether you're doing it to satisfy your partner, I think that these poisons kind of sneak up. And that's why I said it's the devil in disguise. You might go into it willingly and think that your experience is going to be this, but then you're dished out that on the other end. And I think that when you experience the negative side of it, past all the pleasure and everything else, that's kind of God saying, eh, yeah, so you shouldn't have done that because this is what happens and right. this is why I'm not for it. And that's why marriage should be monogamous. Okay. And I mean, to be honest, I kind of, I have conflicting feelings about marriage and monogamy and whatnot because I don't, I don't know that I believe that we are really meant to be monogamous and I think that if a person can't live out their life monogamously then they should not get married right do you know what I mean mm -hmm. don't make that commitment and then do something else if you have fantasies of having a threesome and you want those fantasies to come to fruition don't get married. What about other cultures who have more than one wife? I can't speak on those cultures because that is not my religion. Those are not my beliefs. So I, I cannot judge somebody else for their culture, their religion, or their beliefs. I believe that my beliefs are, you know, ultimately, you know, what life is about. And they believe that they're in, and I don't compete. So I just give respect to those people and what they think. That's them. I also feel like that you have that opinion because you don't like vagina. 
I am very heterosexual. Right. I only like men. Right. I don't, I can't. But that's why I think. I can't fathom the idea of kissing another female. I don't like when other females touch me too close, even if they're playing or anything like that. But that's just my personality. Right. Um, There's a lot of women out there that will see you in a club. And probably bring her husband to you and be like, yo, we we could take her down. It's happened before. And they take, yeah, and they try to take you down together. It's happened before. Because in their relationship, in their marriage, that's what they do and that makes them happy. And I feel like in any marriage, if it works for you, it works for me. Whatever makes you happy, at the end of the day, you have to enjoy and be happy in your life. To the lady who sent that email, I wouldn't conform to nothing. Like, no, not if that's not what you want, don't do it. Don't think that you have to do that to keep your man. That's not going to do anything but make you lose your man. Right. If, you have to be enough. If, and, yeah. If you have for to your be man. enough, like if you're into it and y'all do it together, cool. But if that's not what you're into, don't try to do it just to make him happy. Because all you're going to be doing is thinking about it every day. About oh my gosh, this that and the yeah, other. Don't do it. That's that's my opinion. I agree. I agree. And hopefully, he respects her enough to say, okay, I propose this idea right? and it's not something that you want to participate in, so we won't. Right. And they seem as though they're sexually evolved. She said that they've been having conversations mm-hmm. and being open and honest and um, letting each other into their sexual worlds. So I'm sure that it's okay to her that he communicated that he wants that, right. but it also has to be okay for him to understand that she does not gotcha. and they can move on happily. Okay. Well, I feel like that was the email of the week and the argument of the week. No, that's get into the argument of the week. All right. Now, uh, let's get into the argument of the week. Now, this is from Taylor. She says, Happy New Year, Casey crew. I would first like to say I love your show. I stumbled across it during my work break for the holiday season and binged, listened, and watched every episode. I have a question regarding wanting a ring. Now, uh, my boyfriend and I have been together since 2013. First year relationship was a little rocky, but then it got great because you enter any relationship while that's the honeymoon stage. It's also a time to wean out jealousy and other traits you may not necessarily know about until getting into the relationship and time going on. That being said, three and a half years later, we are still together, happy and flourishing. I'm established 26 year old female and my mate is 28. We are very much so involved in each other's family, friends, and co-workers. We are best of friends, and everything is great. But for some reason, lately, I have been thinking he is going to propose soon, but it seems like he's <laughs> dragging it out. I am big on marriage, seeing as though I've been raised in a two-parent household. My boyfriend has been trying to get a place with me, but I keep saying no because I'm holding on to that last tradition Good and don't job. want to live with a boyfriend. Good job. We talk about marriage here and there, but I am the only one that goes in depth about questions regarding finances, beliefs, and whatnot. What do I do? Do you guys think I'm over-exaggerating by wanting a ring and being impatient? Or should I think about the possibility that he doesn't want to marry me? Think about the possibility that he does not want to marry you now. So what do you think? This is easy for me. Oh, well, then I'll let you take it. Um, you know, and this is going to sound bad, but I think people are caught up in the old traditions and old values a little too much. 
What do you mean? Oh, I can't, you can't move into each other till we get married. Oh, we can't do this until we get married. I think that shit is right out the window. Really? I have to test the waters before I marry this. <laughs> I don't want to marry you, and then you're crazy. Uh, I want to basically live with you, be together with you for a time to make sure that, like she said, it's not the honeymoon stage. I'm not just going to marry you, and I really haven't dove and really seen us together it's different where i stay at your crib you stay in my crib i stay at your crib there's a toothbrush in my crib or there's a little hair there no i need to see everything i need to see that time in the month and you got them tampons on the floor i want to know how that feels like <laughs> people leave tampons on the floor i don't know i just made that up okay. i want to know when you poop I don't in the bathroom tampons on the floor when you poop in the bathroom i want to smell it i want to make sure that <laughs> That that smell is good money. I want to be. It's never good money. What all, are you talking about? I want to be at one with you. If we're gonna do this, let's do this. Not oh this that and the other. I, I don't know. You might you might be the type of female that we get married and you diarrhea all the time. You got my house smelling crazy. You would know that through dating somebody I don't for know. a long time. You might time. not want to poop next to me. You might have a crazy body odor that I'm not used to. You would know that. See everything that you're giving examples of. You would know if you are in a long term relationship with somebody people and spend fake. a lot of time with people them. People can fake. When people date and they're in real relationships, they sleep over one another's houses, they spend the weekends at each other's apartments. You get that familiarity can we agree with the on one person. Thing? Can we agree on one what thing? What is that? Men out there are scarce. You have a lot of uh, single females, right? Men are scarce. A lot of single female friends. Yes, I do. Men are scarce. No, men aren't scarce. Good men that are marriage material are <sighs> scarce. Men are scarce. No, good men are scarce. Taylor, you're listening. Men are scarce. You got a good man. You say he's your best friend. Don't do nothing stupid. Don't do nothing stupid. Man down. Man down. Don't do nothing stupid. You got a good man. Hold him. Make sure he's good. He wants so to she should in. be grateful? Listen to you. Y'all I mean, both, I agree that she should, should hold on to a relationship, but you, your tone kind of insinuates they that should be, she should be grateful because they, she's she's got one of the few. You know? She does. She got one Come of the on. few. Yes, absolutely. She has a unicorn right now. <laughs> she better hold on to that unicorn and see how it works out. Invite him to your crib. Move in with each other. You no, ain't got to do nothing long term. I disagree. You ain't got to buy a house. Get a one year lease. I disagree. After that six, seven, eight months, then he doesn't pop the ring. Then you email us back and be like, hey. I waited six months. I still ain't got the ring. Then we could go back to the situation. But he wants to move in with you. He wants to see what it is. He wants to make sure he's making the right decision. He wants to make sure that this is not just a fling. It's not just going to be a year and then y'all get divorced. He's really looking out for y'all's futures. He wants to make sure that y'all are good together. So give him that chance to make sure that y'all could be in a perfect marriage. Or maybe he just doesn't want to get married. Maybe he's not doing all the thinking that you're doing right now. Maybe marriage at this point in his life just isn't for him. Maybe he's already decided that she's the perfect girl for him, but he just doesn't want to put a ring on it. He, did she give her age? Remind me. I think he's 28. She's 26. Okay. Maybe he doesn't want to get married until he's in his 30s. I don't know where he is with his career, but maybe he wants to establish his career a little bit better and... Make sure that he's financially able to support a wife and a family. So what do you what Maybe do you there's a thousand other reasons why he doesn't want to get married. Um, I do not think that in an ideal world, and there are always circumstances that outweigh idealism, but... You better not leave him. I'm not telling her to leave him. Okay. No, I wasn't going there. Um, but I don't think that she should move in with him. 
I think that if she wants to hold on to that unicorn, that they live separately until he does propose to her and until the time is right. I don't think that you move in with a man because if he's already showing signs that he does not want to marry you, moving in with him is only going to allow him to prolong that time. What are because the there's no because there's no there's no hurry up about it. There's no like treasure at the end of the rainbow. He's got everything that he wants. And it really goes back to that age old saying, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? If you have your girlfriend who's living with you, that's cooking for you and cleaning for you and washing your underwear. And she's there, beautiful and sexy, waiting for you when you get home and you're having sex regularly and she goes with you to see your family and she gives you massages and you go on vacations together and hey you have children maybe you know he wants to move in you're talking about breaking tradition and whatnot and earlier you're talking about violating marriages with threesomes and whatnot so okay maybe they might have a child or two together you know what I mean so you have everything besides the business aspect of marriage that marriage really has to offer why is he going to jump and want to marry you and obviously and you know something it kind of irritates me where women and even men kind of make it seem like getting marriage is like this big old gift for a female like oh you put the ring on it I'm so lucky no you're not so lucky he's lucky to have the privilege to marry you he's lucky to have a person in his in his life that wants to spend the rest of her life with him that's his privilege as well. But nowadays, females so, feel so lucky to get the ring. They feel so lucky to get the proposal because for most women, it's been on their minds since childhood. And most women have thought about the wedding and the dress and their first house and the picket fence and the family dog and the vacation and exactly how their children are going to look since they were little. And I think that's why we as women typically feel like it's our privilege to be proposed to. And that irritates me. That irritates me. For her, I think that she keeps all of those things that she has to offer as the other half as a ma- of a marriage to herself. And then when he decides that he wants to propose to her, assuming that she's still there, that that's when he gets the gift of the rest of her. That's what, that's when you get to know what it feels like to come home to me every day. Are you kidding me? Are you really leaning back and rolling your eyes with, you know, your your left arm supporting your head? Did you just kind of stretch out like I'm boring you? Is that what just happened? You didn't bore me. I'm just saying. Like the whole, what what is that that saying? You said the cow and the milk. What was that? (laughs) Why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? Every girl, listen. A single woman Every person that's listening right now has heard that. that. A single person, a single female said that. not at all. Let me just say, let me just say this, right? I believe in traditional roles and uh, traditional, traditional fine, relationships. But the problem is women are so stuck on marriage. Like that's that, true. Women are stuck. I, I got to get married. You. Oh my gosh, I'm almost 30. I got to get married. Oh my gosh, I'm almost 40. I got to get married. But you know why that married. is though, right? But, yeah, but that but you know what that is? Them when women searching for men to marry messes up their own relationship. Messes up. They don't allow things to happen because they're so into that's getting true. married. It chases the men away. Men want to marry somebody when the time is right. And when is that time right? You both know. 
Not when we're married, we, we've been dating for two months and you're about to turn 30 and you're like, oh, I want to get married before I'm 30. This, this dude better marry me or well, I'm not moving in. No, like, it's Connie. <laughs> Connie, whack. No, like, I agree with that. But that's about, not what I'm saying. I have to get married. If you have a good guy, and she said everything was good about this guy. He's my best friend. We talk, we this, we that. Things are so connected. We do so much. Well, we're together. Stop thinking about marriage. Enjoy what you're doing. It, you're, you're only 26. He's only 28. I think they've only been married three. They've only been together three, four years. Yes. Figure out. Make sure that's what you want to do. Make sure you're fine financially. And then if 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 that's what y'all want to do, that's what y'all want to do. But don't force him. Don't say, well, if we don't have to, if we don't move in with each other. You know what? Because that's you, not forcing somebody. See, you're. It is. No, no, no. You you're, have a no, place. you're making assumptions. I have a place. Right. You have a place. I have a place. Why are we paying two bills? We stay with each other all the time. I might not be ready to get married because I'm not ready yet. You're going to, you're going to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Spite me. You're going to spite me and make us pay both rent and both electric bills. It's not about spite. This. Yes, it is. It's not about We're spite. We're together. And if it doesn't work, you know what? One of us will move out. It won't be hurting you and it won't be hurting me. It's not about whether it's hard a person is in a, <laughs> whether the person in the relationship has to move out or not. What I'm saying is moving in together with someone that you want to marry nine times out of 10 will only discourage the man to propose to the woman if he's already feeling like he's not in a position to propose to her for whatever reason. It's not going to happen any faster because you moved in with him. Okay. And clearly that, that that's what she wants. And I do agree with you um, based on what you said that women want to get married and it's such a priority and they want to get married. They want to get married before they're 30 and whatnot. But there is a reason for it aside from the childhood fantasy. Unlike men, women are dealing with their biological clocks and... I have a few girlfriends in this situation and I have had these conversations with them. For me, I feel as though if you are, let's just say 35, it could be a little bit younger, but I think 35 is a nice solid age. If you're 35 and you don't have a boyfriend mm -hmm. right now, you don't have a person that you're even considering marrying right now because there's nobody in your life. I tell my girlfriends, you should really, if you can afford it, if you can manage, freeze your eggs. Because if you look at how things typically go down on a timeline, it's very likely that you might be in a situation where you might not be able to have children. And most women do want to have children. I have a girlfriend that's kind of on the fence. So I don't advise her to freeze her eggs because children aren't a priority for her. Mm -hmm. But I have other girlfriends that are in their early 30s or mid-30s that are in this situation right now. So let's say my 35-year-old girlfriend meets the love of her life tomorrow. Usually people spend about two years together before they kind of know whether they want to spend the rest of their lives with each other. Do you agree? Like two years is like a good amount of time if you're spending, you know, spending time with somebody on a regular maybe, basis. Maybe not. No, I wouldn't say that. Typically, I would say two years. I don't think most men propose before two years. You I don't have say before no, two you years, have, after two years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At about two, at about two years, most people kind of know whether they want to spend the rest of their life with somebody I don't or think not. So, I, you know, because I think people, both men and women, date people and been together for a while. So, I don't necessarily think so. 
My experience and what I've observed, it's usually around two years. Mm -hmm. I think when you spend a good amount of time with somebody over the course of two years, you know whether you can spend the rest of your life with them or not. By that time, you know their flaws, you know their shortcomings, you know the things about them that you love, that makes you happy, the things you can put up with, the things that you can't. You know, a year is too quick because people can put on a mask for a year. People could put on a mask for two years. Yes, but it's a lot more difficult. I think that two years, you it's, it's harder to wear a mask and be fake for two years than it is for one year. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So let's say that that 35-year-old meets the man of her dreams tomorrow and they're together for two years and then he proposes at two years. She's already 37. Most people spend about a year to plan a wedding. She's 38. Most people want to be together for about a year before they start a family if they're in their their late 30s. When you're in your 20s, yeah, we're going to have fun for five years. We're going to both establish our our um, careers and, you know, we're going to be on the fast track. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to try. We're going to see the world before we start a family. You have the luxury of time when you're in your 20s. But when you're in your 30s, you really don't. So now, let's say they're together for about a year before they decide to start a family because they just want to enjoy each other. They want to mm-hmm. enjoy the first year of being married. Now she's 39. Now you have 39-year-old eggs. And 39-year-old eggs can potentially be dangerous to impregnate mm-hmm. because those eggs have their own shortcomings. Oh, freeze them, you understand what I'm yeah. So at about 35, I tell my girlfriends, you know, if you don't have somebody that you think you may get pregnant with in the next couple of years, freeze your eggs because... The younger your eggs are, the healthier they are, and the less likely you are to have to deal with birth defects. So with that being said, that is usually the reason why women in their 30s tend to seem or come across to men as so desperate. Because in some way, they are because they're looking ahead at their future. They're looking ahead at their potential to be able to have children do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why they're more like, all right, so I need a ring by this time and I need a da-da-da-da. And it makes sense. But, but that puts them in a vulnerable position because right. I also know females that are dealing with guys that don't deserve them because they're looking at their watch. They're looking at the timeline and they're saying to themselves, if I wait any longer, that's just going to put me in a compromising situation. So I'm just going to deal with Steve. I'm just going to settle He makes me happy enough. And you find women in their 30s settling because they feel like they have no choice. So with this girl, she's a little young for that. So she definitely has time. But I also understand they've been together for a long time and she wants a ring. Um, But you can never force a man to give you a ring. You can never force a man to marry you. I mean, you can, but only negative things will come from it. If you give a man an ultimatum, Mm -hmm. then he's marrying you or proposing to you begrudgingly because he doesn't want to lose you. And you made him do it. And if, whenever in life you make somebody do something that they don't want to do, typically it results in resentment. And Mm -hmm. he'll wind up resenting her. And that's not a good foot, obviously, to Mm -hmm. start your marriage off on. So how I would advise her would be have a conversation with your man. See where he stands on the idea of marriage. She said that she tried to talk to him, but he's not as engaging. Correct. Now, 
that really kind of means that he's not really into it. Or maybe he just can't afford a ring or maybe he's scared of affording a wedding or any of the other finances that come attached to being married or Mm -hmm. planning a wedding. But at the end of the day, she needs to get an answer. She needs to know where he stands and what his proposed plan is for them to spend a future together. She needs to know what his mindset is. Do you know what I mean? And then based on that information, she has to find herself in that situation. She has to decide if it works for her. Mm -hmm. And I think that according to what she said, he sounds like he's definitely worth waiting on, but it all depends on what his reason is. Now, if his reason is something that she can't live with, then maybe she should move on to a different relationship. But if it's just that, you know, he wants to be secure Mm-hmm. Or maybe his parents got married when they were in their 30s and it worked out fine. Maybe he's transitioning between careers, whatever it is. If his reason is satisfactory, then wait for that man. But in my opinion, and a lot of my my um, my opinions are based on traditions. Oh, no, traditions. Okay. I'll do basic. You mean my opinion? Oh, no, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, my friends are kind of my window to the world. I get mm-hmm. to see experiences that I'm not having right. kind of firsthand because I see what they're going through and I can kind of form opinions based on that. But um, but no, in this situation, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at her, I'm looking at her whole situation mm-hmm. and I think that if she can bear it and if he's giving her a suitable reason, mm-hmm. he's giving her a suitable reason, then she should wait. But I think it's really based on his reason. So I think she just needs to get to the root of it. Okay, and my whole thing is, I just got one name. One name? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Janet motherfucking Jackson. She just had a baby <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, and she fitty. Right. And but, the baby healthy. And and that's wonderful. That's wonderful, because of course you'd rather, you know, if you've had maternal feelings your whole life, of course you'd rather procreate than not, but that's not the best situation. By the time that, uh, did she have a boy or a girl? I don't know. Do you know? By the time her child is 30, she's going to be 80. You know, by the time that her child is 15, she's going to be 65. And at 65, you're just not really in a position to enjoy your children as much as you possibly could when you were younger. And that's really the downside of having children so much later in life. Mm -hmm. Your time on this earth with them is much shorter than it could be if, you know, if, if, you had children at a younger age. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't really know the Janet Jackson story. I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but if it's her egg, she froze those eggs. Right. Like she had a baby with a frozen egg. Gotcha. So when you have a baby with a frozen egg, yeah, you can have a baby up to 50. And that's why I tell my girlfriends to do it. Do it. Gotcha. Because then you have all the time in the world to have your children. Should I freeze my you, sperm? <laughs> we have five kids. What oh. do you need to freeze your sperm for? Might, I'm not having any more kids. We might, we We're might, good. We might be able to sell some of it. What? Okay, we so let me reel it back in. Let me reel it back in. 100000 for some sperm? Why do you think somebody wants your sperm? Mm. Nobody wants your sperm. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I don't remember. I got good I sperm. My sperm swim. <laughs> but no, so um, so yeah, so when it comes to like freezing eggs, yeah, you can have kids so much later on in life and it gives you the flexibility right. to wait for the right guy to come into your life right. and make you happy and you don't wind up having to settle. Or make stupid decisions. And gotcha. make stupid decisions, yes. Well, I think that was some great advice. 
Think Even though you disagree with me most of the time. Yeah, but I mean, it's some great advice. Okay, I want to read some uh, some other emails right fast, all right? Why? Um, I'm just going to read it. Okay. Uh, this is from Crystal. And again, you can always email us at thekccrew at gmail. It's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. Right? You know what? Before you read that, let me just... Um let the audience know something so if you plan on attending the love and laugh edition of our live podcast at caroline's if you would like for one of your questions to be read live at the show email us at the not two e's just one e the casey crew events at gmail.com screenshot your ticket stub or a proof of purchase on your phone and send it in a file along with your email and we'll be choosing from those emails to determine what questions that we're going to read live that night so okay all right now email her name is crystal yes she said i just downloaded your podcast and i'm in love with you both i just binge listened to your podcast while at 7 a.m soccer practices that last all weekend for my son <laughs> i've been listening to dj emmy since the miss jones days and even had a pick up with him at a breast cancer event in Verona. That's the event we did. Oh my God, that was so long mm-hmm. ago. She says, always oh, thought wow. he was cool, but now getting to know Gia. Oh my God, wow. What a sensational woman. Hashtag Gia Casey for president. Hashtag <laughs> seriously. My fiance and I will uh, definitely be tuning in from here on out. Hashtag couple goals. Hashtag family goals. Hashtag the new Huxtables without uh-huh. the pills. <laughs> She didn't say the pills part. Um, <laughs> What's her name? Crystal. Oh, thank you, Crystal. And then Sean says, what up, guys? Just came across your podcast from IG. My best friend, Min, loves you, Gia, and she told me about you before I heard this podcast. Mm-hmm. You remind me of her being super strong for yourself and your family when you had that accident at McDonald's. Super inspiring. Envy, you're the man. I'm from Australia. So aside from your YouTube, I can listen to you on The Breakfast Club. It's dope to see your personalities from your podcast. And you're definitely (laughs) an inspiration with your positive outlook on life. Love you both. Your relationship together is magical and it comes across over the mic on episode three now and loving it. Thank you, Sean from Australia. Oh, thank you, Crystal and Sean. Appreciate you guys. I just wanted yes. to read some some positive feedback and just people who listen. And we appreciate you guys for riding with us and listening to us. And again, make sure you join our live show, carolines.com, general admission. A couple of tickets are still left. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun that night. So it's February 13th, right before Valentine's Day. So come on out. Yes, we cannot wait to see you. I can't wait to meet some of you. There are people that reach out repeatedly that I know are coming to the show. And if you can, please take a moment and introduce yourselves to us. I would love to put faces with the names. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. So we'll see you next week. I am DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. You need a like a like something else, though. What? Like, I'm DJ Envy, the people's choice. Like, you need Gia Casey, the. No, I'm not the anything. I'm just Gia Casey. That's it. No hopes for any taglines. Nope, nope, nope. No taglines. No nothing like that. I don't claim to be anything. That's it. Just just my name. All right. Well, I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. AKA Super Late. (laughs) I was on time today. You was on time today. Uh, uh, Before we close out the show, have I. Okay, I had one. I had one one bad day, one bad day close to New Year's. It wasn't that bad. It was only about 15 minutes, which is so much better than 
how how late I typically am. Oh, right. Yes. Right. I've been. Hold on. Have I not been good? You're doing good. You're doing better. Are you proud of me? Yeah, I'm proud of you. Okay, thank you. All right. But well, we'll see you guys next week. It's DJ Envy. I'm not saying my name again. I like hearing well, you just your have name. To, I know, but I'll tell you my name later. All right. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Toodles.